Welcome to Hip Hop Cloverleaf. We are very excited. It's our very first episode, and I'm just glad that you guys are listening to us. Very excited. Today, we are touching on the DJing Leaf. Before we get into that, we're going to go over our very first segment, which is This Day in Hip Hop. This Day in Hip Hop is something we do here at Hip Hop Cloverleaf to remember and appreciate special moments in hip hop history. So, February 10th, which is today, Kanye West drops the college dropout. Very first album by Kanye West. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it has songs like Jesus Walks, All Falls Down, Slow Gems. I can just remember being in the in my car seat. Actually, that's a lie. I wasn't. Actually, you know what? I was. I was very short, so I didn't. (laughs) I was in a car seat for a bit. I was eight years old when this came out. I just remember being on the radio. I don't have any ties to it as far as like me going out and buying the actual album, but I just remember the sounds and listening to it in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Um same, same. I don't think I was really into Kanye West at eight years old. Really into too much hip hop. Um it came a little bit yeah. later in my life. But um yeah, this is a classic album by by Kanye West, of course. You know, I I love this album myself. Um we'll big, back, big, yeah. big, big album for Kanye West. Uh, I remember what's that song? Uh Through the Wire. That's, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's uh that's one of my favorites on there for sure. And I think Kanye West, you know, he's a, obviously a great, great artist. Um, I believe he is one of the best uh, producers of all time, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah artist, he's one of yeah. the yeah one of the best producer turned rappers, you know. And that dropped in two thousand four. Now looking back, where we are now, <clears throat> it's he's come a long way. I think a lot of yeah, his albums yeah. changed the sound because of that's course. what people were trying to emulate. Um, yeah, but yeah. He also introduced this is the very first time we saw the Kanye Bear. Um, you know, he's kind of just slumped looking down like, damn, the college dropout. And then, yeah, the, the bear evolved and it changed over the album and it, be, and it became a staple in Kanye's career. All right. So we're going to start with the next, the main segment of the show today. Um, it's called The Artist Come Up. And for today, we are looking at DJ Cool Herc. And he is actually regarded for, for many as the originator of hip-hop i so, think yeah he should be yeah yeah, yeah. That, so, he is the originator of hip-hop <laughs> yeah let's get into dj cool herc real name clive campbell clive campbell he was born in kingston jamaica in 1955 and moved to the bronx at 12 years old and that's that's where he grew up uh he grew up in the early 70s he would 
he would go to a lot of dance parties and he would host dance parties in the rec room at, at his family's apartment complex. And that's kind of where this whole hip hop movement started. Um, <laughs> Crazy. He, yeah. He's known for, for playing funk and soul records. And so he, what he would do, he would notice as, you know, the crowd reaction, how they would react to, to those kind of records, but not, not only the, the records themselves, but specifically the, the breaks of the mm. records. And we'll, we'll get into that a little bit right now. Uh, I want to read a quote that says, Herc came up with the technique of extending the break by playing two copies of the same record on dual turntables. As one record reached the end of the break, he cued the other record back to the beginning of the break. So he turned turned the snippet of a record into an extended loop. And he would initially call this technique the merry-go-round, and but it, came, it became called the breakbeat. So like DJing, right? And its sound would spawn an entirely new culture. So yeah, that yeah. that whole whole quote right there pretty much explains how how DJ Coolherc became who he who he is. So he would rally up dancers with with the rhythm, and you know they would call these these dancers the break boys or the break girls. And he, you know, so he would be emceeing for him. And so, as you know, he, I guess you can say that he, he was one of the first MCs as well, which is crazy. Herc's popularity grew around the Bronx, you know, doing these, he'd be emceeing. And so his voice would be projected on his speakers and everybody would hear it. And then he would also be saying in, in a rhythmic fashion. So he'd be rhyming whoever, probably like names of whoever's dancing or whoever's coming up and he'd be framing it with whatever's around which is pretty dope uh he eventually turned over the the mic to coke larock who is credited as uh the very first d uh, excuse me very first mc um wow. just because i think he did it a little bit longer or he did it more often than cool herc cool herc just started everything dj cool herc's first dj gig was at his sister's back to school block party so that's oh, where yeah. everything started uh, the Back to School Jam is what it was called, and it was hosted on August 11, 1973. Cindy Campbell, which is DJ Kuhlherk's sister, she inspired. She was inspired to earn money for school, and so she asked her brother to throw a party. Uh, when she decided to have her older brother, who was then 18 years old, Clive, a.k.a. DJ Kuhlherk, played music for the neighborhood in an apartment building. Using two turntables, he would play funk and soul music and then isolate certain sounds like you were talking about, those breaks and creating the basis of what we know as hip-hop today. DJ Cool Herc would make announcements through his microphone in rhythmic fashion, like we were saying, and he eventually turned the dancers and he turned the name of the dancers into break boys and break girls, later shortening them to b-boys and b-girls. These breakers would just relish the the heavy drums and, and the sounds that Herc was producing and they would dance to it. They they would be doing things that people have never seen before. And you can hear it like if it was dope, the crowd will let you know. And these crowds of people, uh, there'd be teens and young adults kind of just walking around schoolyards. And then a van pulled up with a, a group of guys who come out with tables, crates full of records, unscrew the base of a light pole and then plug in all their equipment, attach it and boom, then they had electricity. So then they had a little concert right there in the schoolyard. So they were having parties. They had Dancers that had music, the DJ, MC, and like it was just live right there in the schoolyard. Crazy. He'd be standing at the turntables, and guys were just like watching Cool Herc's hands, just scratching both of the both of the turntables, and people were dancing and 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 watching whatever you were doing. You were just having a good time. DJ Cool Herc was good at picking records that people would feel, but he has more. He was more interested in making the breaks of a song, right? So the the part with no vocals and just the beat playing. 
Um, he would play this part for the longer period of time, for the longest period of time, and that right there became became hip hop. Yeah. Right. Uh, so think of all the songs that that were that have been made, you know, with loops and samples and you know all that, even to today. <laughs> and so that that whole you know idea still lives today. Yeah. The, Sampling, yeah. I don't think would be what it is today without DJ Kohark. Exactly. Exactly. So kind of let me break down the style of you know that that he would do when when he would DJ. So he would play two of the same records as we said um, on each turntable. And he would keep on bringing the the break sections back, and he was, so he'd be alternating from the two tur- two turntables, and <laughs> so crazy. boom, that that looping part was was born in hip hop. He he, but he would dig in the crates. He mainly looked for breaks that that sounded good together, right? So he would like mix mix different types of soul records, different types of records, and so he he had a good ear for for what he was doing. Um, he was quickly mimicked by other MCs like Grandmaster Flash, who, who called him a hero. His fame grew more and more. However, more DJs, you know, were emerging and he was known as having the loudest system around, even though with all these other DJs coming up, he he was known as, you know, the loudest, the, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. If you heard someone coming, it's DJ Kuhark and the gang coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I kind of want to want to um, say, wanna... man, say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to share this, this story by Africa Bambata. Um, if you know who he is, he he's a part of the Zulu Nation. Um, but however, Jazzy J from the Zulu Nation, he recalls the moment where they met between Herc and Bam. So he says Herc was late setting up and Bam continued to play longer than he should have. So once Herc was set up, he got on the microphone and said, Bambata, could you please turn your system down? <laughs> and then Bam's crew was pumped and, and told him not to do it. So, <laughs> so Herc he would say louder on the mic. Yo, Bambata, turn your system down, down, down. And so Bam's crew started cursing Herc. And Herc, yeah, yeah. And so Herc put the weight of his system up and said, Bambata, turn your system down. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how it says it on there. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it says it there. And so you couldn't, he turned it up until you couldn't even hear Bam said at all. The Zulu crew then tried to turn up the juice, but it was no use. Mm. Everybody just looked at them like, you should have listened to Cool Herc. <laughs> so like, yeah, he would he would show him show him out like that. Yeah. Like, you know what? I have the loudest system yeah. out. Fuck Try you. me. Try, <laughs> Try me, me. <laughs> So yeah, he helped coin the term B boy, as we know. And so I wanna there's another story by Grandmaster Flash where he says Flash would go into into the Havelo, which I think was a was a known club back then where, where they would play at. And he he would go in there to check out Herc, but Herc would always embarrass him. He would call out Flash on the mic and then cut out all the lights, all the highs and the lows on the system and just play the mid range. So Herc would say, Flash, in order to be qualified as a DJ, you must have highs. Then he would crank up the highs and then he would sizzle through the crowd. Then he would say, and most of all, Flash, you must have bass. And when Herc's bass came in, the whole place would be shaking. And then Flash would get so embarrassed that he would just leave. Damn, <laughs> yeah. man, that's not the way to go out if you're trying to be a DJ. <laughs> yeah, embarrassed like that, nah. <laughs> <laughs> However, although DJ Cool Herc is known as the originator, um, he never saw commercial success. Unfortunately, in 1975, he pretty much peaked and then began to fall. Um, others began rising, like African Bambada, Grandmaster Flash, and the Furious Five. And so, after a while, he finally just stop djing and actually he he the moment he did stop djing that that he realized that was 
was after being shot at his own party, um, which is crazy. I don't know how how that came to be, but but being but, shot yeah. at your own party that that would put, tell me you know what I should probably chill. <laughs> I think I think that may has to do with the rise of DJ Cool Herc and how fast it was. People's like you know people probably don't don't want to see him make it and you know what let me shoot this fool i i don't know the exact story maybe i don't yeah. i don't think cool herc would be the type to get involved in mm-hmm. some crazy stuff but uh cool herc began like you were talking about in 1975 <laughs> uh he was using uh the incredible bongo bands apache and i know you guys have heard it it's the one on fresh prince where they do the dun 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 that's that's the that's the one he was using that's the main one and then became known as the Bronx National Anthem just because it was used all the time and anytime it was played, people would be getting down and breaking. It's still used today in hip hop. Um and I think you were mentioning in 1975 is when he when he peaked. It's crazy because in 1975 gangs had almost disappeared just because people wanted to get involved in the breaking and and the graffiti and and just being in that in that environment where DJ Coolherg was throwing a, a dope party just right there on the schoolyard, like that's where you wanted to be. That was it. Um, so gangs descended. I don't want to say like completely changed or that they went away, but they were busy doing something with their time instead of doing gang related wow. things. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Imagine so. So now you're doing. You're taking something negative and turning it into a positive you know, gangs and violence. Now you're turning it into something positive like hip hop and breaking and dancing. And I think that is that just looking at that, I think can be something, something's being said. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's amazing <laughs> to see what DJ Quirk started and how that evolved until today. You know, it's crazy. Um, to this day, DJ Quirk, he still lives so he's he's still a legend. He's he's living. He he's I think he's healthy Thankfully. and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, um, even though, even though he did start it, as I said, you know, he never got the recognition that he deserved. I believe, and um, I know that the other legends in the game, they they do, you know, they do recognize that. They do reach out to him and, and you know let him know that. But I don't know. I'm just interested to see how what uh, DJ Kuhlberg's thoughts are on that. You know, on him not being yeah. appreciated. Um, mm. his thoughts on today's culture, how it's evolved, and you know, I would I would love to 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 sit down with him and just kind of ask him a lot of things. But but yes, we we know that even though not many people know of DJ Kuhlberg, that is why we we brought you this story. The we wanted to bring you the you know how how this became the culture. You know, hip hop. So. I know this the story's not it's not very popular. I think it's I think people more people need to know about the origins and the history of hip hop cuz I think hip hop hip hop is one of the most popular genres today but not a lot of people know how it got started and and what hip hop takes like what it takes to get those sounds started because of DJ Cool Herc. So if you're listening to this, I hope you got something out of this. I hope we we taught you something today. Yep. And appreciate here it, at Hip Hop Co Relief, we appreciate DJ Cool Herc and you know, we we just want the best for for this culture. Before we close out today's episode, Hip Hop Cloverleaf wants to thank you for listening and being a part of our journey. To show gratitude, we're hosting a giveaway for the Hip Hop Cloverleaf family. February 24th of 2021, which is two weeks after launch, we're going to be giving away a vinyl, and it's Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. In order to enter the giveaway, here are the steps you must follow. One, 
you must subscribe to the podcast on any platform that is Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other platform and take a screenshot of you being subscribed. Two, post it on your story on IG or Facebook and tag us. We will announce one winner on February 24th on our episode, so make sure to tune into that episode to see if you won. We will contact you via social media and you will have 24 hours after that to claim your prize. All right, so thank you everybody for listening to today's episode where we covered DJ Cool Herc, the birth of hip hop. Uh, make sure to subscribe to our podcast if you like what you hear. Recommend the pod to your friends and whoever might be interested in hip hop. Be sure to check out our website, hiphopcoverleaf.com, for bonus content. On the next episode, we'll be touching on the B Boy Leaf. Make sure you tune in as we'll have a special guest. Shout out DJ Cool Herc and everybody else. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. This is Hip Hop Cloverly. Peace. It's Diana. <laughs>